What's up, bro? How's it going? No, it's going good. <laughs> That's good. Okay, I'll do a quick little intro. So this is Kalen. Um, we actually met in a club, and I remember getting his social media, and I went out the next night, and I hit him up, and I said, are you out tonight? And then he's like, yeah, man, I'm over at Prohibition. And then we <laughs> caught up, and then from that point, we kind of just kept either going clubbing, and then eventually we stopped clubbing in general, and now we're just really good mates, and we catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm still briefly clubbing a little bit oh, now and then. I thought you were last Like, time. I took a bit of a hiatus, um, but uh, these past, well, before I started study, um, I was going out a little bit just by myself, just to oh, try and really? meet people. Yeah. How's the feel of it? I remember we were having a yarn maybe a month or two ago. Like, I think we were yarning about it and we said, like, the vibe there yeah, seemed off. A lot of the time when I went out anyway. But. I can't tell if it's because of COVID and the clubbing scene changed or maybe because I didn't go out clubbing for a long time mm-hmm. that I've lost the momentum of it. And mm. maybe if I, because I think when I started clubbing, eventually I, yeah, I got a momentum and then I'd be going out more often, like every mm-hmm. other Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, I finally got into the groove of it mm-hmm. and it was all fun and games. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious if whether or not it's, which way it would go if I would try to go clubbing again because I've tried every mm. now and then and I, I just don't enjoy it the same way anymore yeah yeah but um, I haven't really tried too hard though yeah uh I don't know I I, I think for me now I always like uh put my expectations really low when I go out these days oh that's probably because, the issue I have yeah <laughs> I'm expecting it to be as be awesome. like awesome and yeah, fun yeah I'm expecting like, it to be how it used to be which was really fucking fun yeah because I remember like I feel like the past two years before we met when I went out clubbing I uh, had fun most of the time oh, with meeting people mm. and um, and like partying and taking MD and yeah, man. you know and, um, that's the only way to club in my opinion everyone yeah. that loves to go out and drink a lot that's okay for them I can never do it myself I tried it and I'd black out or I'd say or I'd get so drunk that I wasn't paying attention to what I was saying I'd be stumbling on my words and I'd be sloppy in a regard. Yeah, I started yeah. going out and only like pre-drinking a little bit and then I'd have a little bit of MD. Mm. That was the easiest way. My cognitive ability was heightened. Mm. I could have really good conversations mm. and I wasn't like, I wasn't drunk. It was mm. just, mm. it was just a little bit of hyperactiveness and mm. that was the best way to find meeting people. Like when I met you, I was, I was only on MD. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it worked and that's how we're friends now. Yeah. Like from meeting. It's crazy how like, you form so much better connections when you're high on these drugs. It's so yeah. fucking weird for me, but um, yeah. Or at I, least the stimulating drugs, because yeah. alcohol is still the dr- a drug, but I don't, it's such a depressant and it makes oh, you, yeah, it makes you so, type of drug. I'm just yeah. not, I like to drink every now and then at home's fun, but I can't do it in the clubbing scene because mm. I can't have meet those people and have those connections. Mm. Maybe drunk people, but I didn't, I was always probably, well, the people I talked to were sometimes drunk, but mm. in, in the clubbing scene in Brisbane, I'd say when I was doing clubbing at least, more of them were on MD or mm. on some kind of other drug, like a stimulant, mm. more mm. so than really drunk people. Mm. But mm. I can't fully remember that. Mm. But no, that's, yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. That was a, long, that was a while ago now too. That was like a, a year and a half, I think say? it was in can't December. Was either, it was. was either November or December of 2019. Okay, yeah. I remember it very well because um, it was when I met our, our mutual friend Jess and I only just met her and me and her did our DMT trip um, which is a story I kind of went into in my first podcast it's a really interesting story that I'll probably dive into another podcast when I talk about drugs more mm-hmm. but that was at, in December 
Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember if it was before that or was that a part of that night, maybe even that even that weekend. Because me and Jess, we went out clubbing I think for like I three weekends you. in a row. Right, okay. So it, actually, it would have been in that December spot. Yeah. it was right before my Christmas holidays. It was right before I met my ex-girlfriend. Did I meet you and Jess like on the first, second Friday? Friday. Friday? Was, I would have said it was a Friday. So I went clubbing yeah, two nights in a row. Okay. And I remember meeting you. And then the second night I had your socials and I checked if you were out. Yeah, all oh, right, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just like trying to recollect my memory on all that because it's such a while ago. It really was a while ago. I can't yeah. believe how it's almost, yeah, almost two years now. Mm. That's cool, mm. man. I love yeah. that. I love meeting people in that way. I've made a, I've made a few friends out clubbing. Mm-hmm. I don't actually hang out with them really anymore. You're mm. the one that lasted. You want the one that lasted the longest. You're the one that's yes. still. You're the one that stayed. <laughs> and I, I think that's going more towards what the kind of conversations we end up having mm. it's like i meet all these people at clubbing they were fun mm. but because how old are you as well uh i just turned 22 okay uh, yeah so yeah like last I, week. most of the people i was making friends with were around your age or a little bit younger mm. and they just kind of like they're amazing people but they don't go into the philosophical like that we don't Talks go back and, and forth and, yeah. and all of them hadn't really tried any drugs or had any experience in it mm. so we missed out on having those kind of deep it's where you got to cater for them <laughs> yeah i mean i was getting there like a lot of those um do you remember when you met the other kalen yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yep. his first time on MD. Oh, right. I got him his first time on MD and a few of his friends. So I was trying to get them, not trying to push drugs on them. Yeah, yeah. But they were, I was, they, were, they met me when I was on drugs and they asked if it was like safe and all these things. And they yeah. and I kind of helped them through that mm. because you can be stupid when it comes to MD or other drugs. So mm-hmm. I was trying to help them do it the right way. We are not mixing alcohol. Mm. You just have a little bit of pre-drink and then you do, stop drinking. Mm-hmm. You take the MD, you don't take heaps and then you drink heaps of water mm-hmm. and that's it for the night mm-hmm. once you start mixing them like there's a real problem yeah for sure but yeah, yeah as I was saying before they, they're amazing people I just don't really talk to them anymore like yeah. they didn't message me I haven't really messaged them and we just kind of parted our ways and they're, yeah. they're still great but they didn't stay like you've stayed like, yeah. we catch up every now and then and it's always fucking amazing and yeah yeah we've continuously yeah. done that for almost two years now yeah and now it's here we are doing time. our yeah. first podcast yeah Oh, and here's my cat. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys are going to see my cat. For the audio people, it doesn't matter. But for the video people, here is a cat. That's Tilly. But you wanted to actually have um, a, a conversation. You had a topic yes. you want to talk about more yes, so than just a free flow. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I was just trying to find a way to sort of figure out how to ease into this topic because I feel like it's going to be a pretty extreme thing to talk about maybe okay. to explain. Um, but I'll just get right into it. Just move this a bit closer um, to you. Can don't worry about. You don't need to be, I'm just gonna move it a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. It was already gonna be good sound quality, but mm. it'll be just a little bit better the closer we get. Mm. Very mm. lucky with that mic. Mm. Most people need two mics. I only need the one because this <laughs> mic is some kind of professional mic. But it was only like 240 bucks. It was. A, mm. It was a fucking score. Yeah, you but, got a good. Uh, Good looking mic. It, it looks flush. like it looks cool, right? Because some yeah. of them, like the older ones, it's kind of got the fluffy thing on top, and but this one's got like this arch thing mm, mm. that holds it together and it lights up. Mm. No, I'm fucking in love with it. It's cool. Yeah, I like the color and <laughs> see, this yeah. called hype. Mm. It's hype. This mic up. I don't know. It's trying to make a bad joke. My mm. bad. Carry on. <laughs> You're going through uh, your stuff, man. Yeah, right. So I, I mean, I wanted to try and uh, talk about um, intellectual disabilities because um, yeah, we had a brief conversation about it mm. and um i i just feel like there's a lot of friends that i've made that i've talked to about it and uh sometimes they don't quite understand what it is i actually have yeah okay um and i feel like it's something that 
isn't talked about a lot, like as far as I've seen. Um, but yeah, I'll get straight into it. I wrote some notes. Um, so when I was growing up as a kid, um, I noticed that, uh, my mom was picking up on like signs, you know, like, um, of my, um, my disability when I was a kid. So like, um, a few of those signs that came into play were, um, speech impairment. So having struggles with like trying to talk, Mm. um, just like, um, I, I, I think like it took me a while probably I can't remember at what age I started talking um but there's other symptoms as well like uh you find it hard to remember things okay um you have trouble understanding uh social rules social um, cues social cues and all that you have trouble seeing the results of uh your actions um self-reflection yeah, sometimes. Uh, I think with that one... Or is it more um, like the impact of what you're doing and seeing how that impacts other people? Um, I think it could be the impact. Like, okay. sometimes you're not aware of, like, social cues. And I think that's a thing with, like, uh, autism as yeah, well. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that have autism and they can't pick up on, like, if someone's upset or hurt or angry. Yeah. Um, because it's just something that they have that they can't yeah really... I, I um i do know someone that has no it's not autism but it is, it's, it's got the same i can't remember the actually the proper diagnosis but i was explained to me it was explained to me from the appearance that so they just don't understand they can't read a room and they'll say things to, to anyone and they won't mm-hmm. think about what they're saying to that person they won't mm-hmm. think if that's going to hurt their feelings yeah they don't think that's going to make them angry they just mm-hmm. say it. they just say what's on their mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah it's quite it is frustrating to deal with um that kind of person or at least to understand them you've got to, if you have a better understanding of their disability um then it would be more helpful so this yeah, stuff, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to learn this, yeah, yeah. this side of things I, I'm, I'm, the more that we can spread awareness the more that we can if we see something without even we don't even need to be we don't know that they need to tell people that they've got a disability or they have these for sure yeah but to have a better understanding of maybe yeah. maybe even that even that instance without a diagnosis just to be able, like someone that if they continuously show these signs, maybe they don't understand social cues. Maybe yeah. they can't read a room. Maybe yeah. they don't think before they speak. Yeah. So no, I'm excited. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so what have I got here? Um, so there's um, the, the a definition of intellectual disability. Um, it's a term that's used for a person that has limitations in cog- cognitive function. Um, so... For instance, it could be like um, like communication skills, which I've already mentioned. Self care skills. I'm so um, sorry for that. <laughs> I didn't think it would. I I wish I'd fucking done it earlier. <laughs> okay, it's over now. All good. It's all good. Um, so what else have I got here? Um, yeah. So these uh, limitations can cause a child to develop and learn more slowly, yeah. um, or differently than your typical developing child. Um, so the, the difficult thing with this is there's, um, there's different, um, levels of intellectual disability. So you've got mild dis- intellectual disability, moderate intellectual disability, severe and profound. Okay. I'm not too sure where I fit in those categories. I could be, um, severe. Um, you're saying you you think you're severe? I think so. Yeah. I, I I mean from my perspective, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. But yeah. I've known you for a while, and 
I, I can't believe that because if that's it's kind of like how it's this, I'm not sure if this is exactly mean it might mm-hmm. be but I, I love when people say oh I'm obese or mm. oh I'm fat and I'm like but that's so offensive to the people that are fat because are they obese or what happens to the obese people are that what's past that mm-hmm. so if you're on the spectrum of severe I can't imagine what's what's above severe because you're mm. as you're saying you've above, got profound <laughs> that, I think that I, I mean, I'm, this is just from my perspective. I've known yeah, you yeah. for a couple of years, and we've had so many conversations. And I've didn't—I've actually never even—I didn't pick up on anything. Yeah. I think I think the only thing is sometimes you have a stutter in your voice, but yeah. I don't t- take that as any kind of cognitive disability. Yeah. I kind of take that as sometimes you talk really fast, and sometimes you lose your trace of words, and I can't—I can't decipher the two. Yeah. So. I wouldn't. I mean, that's just from my perspective. I couldn't believe that you would say severe. Yeah, because you've got, you can you learn. You like to learn your own way. I do you like to have, learn you can my have own great way. conversations. Yeah, and we end up we end up we end up seeing eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. lots of things. I'm just it's hard for me to believe that. It it is difficult for uh, a lot of people actually to see that because. Um, well, I can't see inside your mind, though. Yeah. And I yeah. can't see the struggles that you're facing. And that's where um, that forefront comes in, really. Mm. Um, is So, you know, when it comes to people that you uh, that meet me or someone that has an intellectual disability, um, that would be classified as a borderline intellectual disability. Okay. Um, because what happens in that scenario is um, the person that has those cognitive issues and functions uh, don't display it really well. Yeah. But when it comes to actually being in a classroom with them and actually yeah. starting to pick up what their limitations and okay. uh, it are when it comes to learning things, that's when people start to realize, oh, okay, this person's a bit slow when it comes mm-hmm. to learning things. Um, and yeah, it, it's that's the struggle with um, someone that has like the borderline disability is that... Um, it's not really easy to pick up until um, you're, like I said, until you're in a classroom or um, until you're, I don't know. Or for, for another example, if you're with someone growing up in high school, mm. um, if they're in the same classroom with you, um, they're more likely to see those issues come into play. Yeah. Um, so I'm just reading through my notes here just to... But I'll just touch on that. There would be a spectrum and it would be, it wouldn't be your, like you'd probably find that they can learn some things, can't learn other things. Like some things, if, like, it's kind of like where I've been learning a little bit about ADD, mm. those type of people, and I've never been diagnosed for ADD, but a lot of people have um, questioned if I was ADD or ADHD. Mm. My focus isn't good on things that I don't understand if te- the way they're teaching me doesn't click. But when it's something I really enjoy... I find a way to make it click and that was yeah. like that was, for me it was drama and film and TV yeah, yeah. But, but English and math as much as I love doing math I couldn't learn those classes mm. and I'm not trying to compare because I don't I really don't understand what the what you're trying to talk about yeah, but I, yeah. is there a kind of a spectrum on if they like they wouldn't just not be able to learn everything they'll be able to learn some things in certain ways that fit the thing that they like if they enjoy something so, so I would assume because you've been learning music right yeah 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 um, or at least finding their own way to learn the things yeah which I means think they don't, that's, which means that's they don't. the uh, the thing when it comes to those things like it, it's not that they people with that dis- disability can't learn things no they just need a specific uh, way but they need yeah like a specific way um, I think they need a lot more like um, patience and understanding mm, with mm. people that are, that are a bit more uh, how should you say it like 
slower with learning. Like, um, when I say slow with learning, it doesn't mean that someone can't learn. That's yeah. what I want to try and point out there. Um, 100%. Everyone, yeah. I think everyone would be able to learn some way. Yeah. Like yeah. A, there is a way. I don't believe that there's, uh, it's nothing, nothing's possible. I believe anything is possible. Mm. It just takes time, patience, and then you just got to work with them and figure it out. Mm, mm. Um, also, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just like really no, it's okay. like going to go through notes, it's, it's going okay. through my notes to make sure I'm hitting all the right points here. So I'm, curi- I'm curious to make more sense I- when I get into mm. the fruition of it. And mm. um, I'm really curious to how, from your personal perspective and how this has affected you when yeah. did you pick up on this? I'm definitely going to get into okay. that. Okay, okay. I'm so, sure. I'm, okay, I'm, I can hang. I can hang. <laughs> I can hang. I'm chill. I'm, I'm chill. Uh, just let's have a look. Um, so yeah. So when this started coming into uh, play and when I started realizing um, was when I uh, was in year 10. Okay. Um, so I was so far behind when I was at high school that I would be put on... Um, like a level six grade when it came to learning things. Um, when, when you're in year 10, they put you on a year 10 level. Yes. When it comes to studies, uh, resource material. Um, but yeah, for me, um, I'm, I was still trying to learn all the basics and, Mm. um, I think maybe that could possibly be a, a school problem, like a school systematic problem. I, um, I, when yeah, it just comes a, to like tutoring those kids mm, and trying mm. to get them interested in things, but I, I don't know. Like it's. Um, I I really do believe the school system needs to be rearranged. Mm. I'm not sure what's been getting changed since I left high school, but I, when I was in high school, I finished in 2014. The system seems like it's always been. They're trying to breed out workers like for factories, and they're not. Ca- mm-hmm. They did have programs set up for people that have learning disabilities, mm. but it doesn't seem those people like I was in the I got well because I had a bad um, rap with English and math, so yeah. I was dropped down to what they call pre-voc math. Yeah, yeah, and same here. I was I excelled in that class because I, I, I like I needed to apply myself mm. when it comes to English and math, but I couldn't understand how to do that. Mm. And no one was there to teach me that, so they dropped me down. And I did watch them um, in those classes, and they had like they would have help, but it wasn't to it was to get them just through that pre-voc math. Like they yeah. weren't trying to get past that level. And I think that's I I think a lot of them had potential to do so, but they needed a better um, system catered to them. Yeah, they needed yeah. a specific way of training. And yeah. I think going forward, not even just talking about people with learning disabilities, the way the school system is set up needs to be rearranged because we're not trying to breed out factory mm. workers anymore. Mm. This whole strict keep in line thing, mm. it's not catered to the creative minds. They're not trying mm. to figure out ways to open up children's minds more creatively mm. they're trying to keep them in a structured mm. system and there are classes where you have creativeness like um, drama and film and TV and you can go into art and whatnot. but when you go into math and English it's the same old shit they've been doing for the last 20 years yeah right and yeah. the way just the whole structure of it it does need to be changed it needs to and then for people with learning disabilities they need to put more effort into it mm, mm. and it seems like they're just kind of just giving them a little bit of help to get them by that's yeah, just from my that's, 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 that's just from what my I think as well in a way is that and that's they, cool. they, uh, they don't really prepare uh, high school students really well for uh, adapting to adulthood because it, oh, it's not, fucking oh, hard no. and they don't there's no like um, you know the, it's there's no easy way of going about adulthood like the, the system is honestly so short like 
And I'm going to get into that as well. Mm, like, okay. it's been horrible for me um, yeah. when it comes to finding a job. It's been absolutely just fucking exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think especially uh, with, like, people that are moving into adulthood, it's... They, yeah, like it, it's you got to push your weight and you got to try harder um, to get into jobs. But when you think of someone with an intellectual disability, um, they have to try like four times more harder to yeah. even like sustain having a job. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get into my employment history of like how I'm how it's affected me throughout my adult life. Um, so I used to work in retail when I was. Um, I, I think when I was like, uh, I'm trying to reflect on when I started retail, um, it would have been about 18 when okay. I started retail. Um, I struggled with folding clothes mm. um, and I got told off from an employer uh, because I couldn't do it right and they assumed uh, you know, that I was just being lazy and yeah, that I wasn't okay. listening. Um, but the reality of that was that it that wasn't the case. I, I just struggled to uh maintain like a repetitive task and yeah, keep yeah. doing that okay. um another thing that i struggled with was an iga job uh in delhi they uh gave me training for about a week and yeah. then they uh kind of left me on my own for like next week to try and figure out how to like wrap meat in like uh paper bags and like scale on the meats and stuff mm. and with that cognitive function that i have it it makes it harder for me to do maths, mm. makes it harder for me to interpret maths, uh, reading. It, it's, it's literally a whole like cognitive issue where you, you struggle with, um, how do you say it? Like you struggle with, um, really, um, internalizing things, mm. um, in a fast and, uh, like a, fast sort of uh way you know what i mean like yeah. it um so there's more here um some other jobs i struggled with was my pick packing job um mm. i couldn't pick it up quick enough and i had to keep asking for help even though i was trying my hardest um and by the end of the shift i felt like extremely anxious mm. i felt like my um like my anxiety went up the roof like i just felt like I, and this is going to get very personal, but I, um, I just felt so em like emotionally exhausted, tired. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I, I was starting to get this feeling of like alienation from yeah, my, okay. from trying to get into putting myself in the work field because I felt like every time I mentioned to a, um, like a provider that I have an intellectual disability, there wasn't enough time to really, for them to gather the understanding of what that actually meant. And they kind of just put it in the system like, oh yeah, he has cognitive issues. Let's send him out to do like factory work yeah. by and, and expect him to do a repetitive task and his, yeah. his own for so long. Um, when it comes to doing repetitive tasks, they think, oh, you know, so you struggle with retaining information so it just means that you need to be shown like a few times or a bit more. But in actuality of the whole situation, like it, it takes me about 
it could, it could take me a hundred or more times just to do one simple task okay. and remember it. And then the next day I might go into a shift again and forget how to do the task again, you know? Okay. Um, that's what I mean by cognitive function. Like mm. it's a, it's a function that affects my ability to, uh, to work, um, and to, uh, like remember things. Like I, I know I, I can choose to try and remember things and, um, it doesn't limit me to learning stuff, but it just makes me a lot more, how should I say it? Like slower compared to mm. a normally functioning brain. So, um, that's really rough that in this 21st century, we don't have employers that are more understanding or open to learning about yeah. these disabilities to yeah. try and help the, um, their people with mm-hmm. get, like keep their job. Pro- can you fix my cat's ear? <laughs> I'm so sorry. This cat, look at it. Oh my God. Just flip it. Yeah. Idiot. Oh, I'm so sorry. My cat's ear was completely folded in and she was trying to get it out herself and she was never going to get it. She's the dumbest cat. Honest to God. Love you, but you're dumb as fuck. But yeah, it's, it's quite, yeah, that's, unf- that sucks, man. That mm. is a really rough situation to be, to have. How do you, yeah, I can understand that it'd be very difficult mm, going definitely. into finding jobs and then wondering whether or not they're even going to be open to have that conversation or they're just going to shut you down. Yeah. As, and I as feel like often learn. than not, I just get shut down just so easily. Mm. And it, it gets to a point where you get so exhausted of like explaining it to like, um, em- employers over and over again that you, you just feel like you're so like worthless <laughs> at times and that you don't yeah. really belong as a part of society, no. um, which shouldn't be the case. Because, no, it definitely shouldn't be. You know, like I'm, I'm as human as like the rest of everyone. 100%. Like we, and like I said before, when you said, when you explained that you feel more lean towards severe, I really, from your explanation, this is the first time we've really talked about this in any kind of depth. In like detailed yeah, depth. So yeah. So I, I really had no idea. Yeah. And that makes a lot more sense that you feel that way. I'm just, I'm very curious. Is there anything that any kind of um, programs, have you looked into programs that government yeah, set up? Yeah, because I'm yeah. curious of whether or not they're addressing yes, this that's issue. Yes, that's a really good question. Um, so there's a government system called NDIS where they're yeah. supposed to address these issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of uh, people that are on that system uh, feel like they've just been um, kind of like robbed in a way. Like yeah. um, they... The, the way that it works is they give you funding. Um, I wrote down in my notes here, um, if I can find it. Um, oh, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got a friend of mine that, work, uh, that worked for, maybe works still, but it was a different system in NDIS. They were, they were a carer looking after clients. Mm. And so it was their job to go and look after the client that needed help. Mm. But that, but what I, what I was more leaning towards, which I don't know if NDIS did, which is programs to help, like programs specifically set up to help people um, get into jobs or yep. help them at least learn the social skills and um, ways to t- explain to employers or just even job training specifically. Like mm-hmm. this, I would hope that there would be some kind of system to. To, instead of having them say for example taking them to a supermarket or a deli like your example mm. or maybe stocking, stocking shelves and whatnot i would hope that there would be a system set up that they do the training outside of the workforce to yeah. begin with yeah until it clicks 
uh, and makes the, and they have that, mm. and then have, have some kind of way to explain to the employers that they have done this training and they've needed specific help, and this is the system that we have set up for it. If you can find a way to intertwine it with the way that you train, mm. like you would hope that there would be an understanding and a like an acceptance, and so they can try and get that those people into the workforce that way. Mm. Otherwise, where are they left? Where are they? Le- what are they left to do? It's, it sounds yeah, that's, yeah. That's, it's, I didn't. I really had no idea to think I, didn't, I really just had no idea that's yeah and I, I don't blame you for that because I'm sure a lot of people have no idea yeah I, that's the thing I don't think there's a lot of people that have a clear grasp of what it really is because I could oh. say intellectual impairment and people think what the fuck's that like what yeah. are you is, is, isn't that the same as a learning impairment but it's not quite the same um, well, there's like a broad maybe there's like a from that, def, from that from that wording there's a simple definition oh they can't learn yeah, like, or they can't learn properly. It's it's and it's so basic, but there and uh, there'll be so many different um, people with the um, with that kind of issue. But it'd be very specific to them, and mm. so you can explain it one way, but you need to explain it another way. And a lot of people are just going, oh, they've got a learning disability. They can't yeah. learn, or yeah. they can't. They keep it very basic. Yeah, that's why these conversations are going to be really good, and they need to be more, had more. So mm. I'm I'm really happy that we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. But no, did you find your note for the NDIS thing? Um, I, I there's a lot there, and I didn't. But I'll tell you about my personal experience okay. with it. Um, so with NDIS, um, they just gave me like a, I don't know, like a little bit of funding just to get me by. Mm. Um, they didn't really uh, give me enough support when it came to looking for a job, uh, maintaining a job. Um, and getting myself like a personal carer, uh, sorry, not a personal carer, what the fuck? Um, getting a, um, a support worker yeah. for, um, my, um, my disadvantages. Yeah. So, um, so everything I just said didn't happen. All that, that was, yeah, like, that was pretty a fun, much. that was a fun idea and it's not happening. It's, well, it's not happening for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. I think it's, it, it feels like it's a lot harder for people to access those support systems mm. Because um, they're not just like given out straight no. away. They're just um, yeah. They it's it's a lot harder to really get those systems um, you know in, into into motion pretty much. Mm. Um, and it, it like I don't understand why it's um, no. I don't understand either. Yeah, the, it's, the way that it I, seems like a really simple. The way, issue, yeah, the way like, that I explained where I where I think that it would be hopeful that the government has some kind of thing set up and the systems I just explained, I'm like, it's, it seems like it wouldn't be that hard. Mm. Like we have the government, they have their money that we get, our taxpayer money, and they set up all of these different things for all these different things that need to be helped with. This seems like an issue that needs help. Yeah, and, definitely. And it's, it's not like they're going to be able to... It's, like, it's not like they're going to group together and raise enough money for themselves to fix this issue. It's just like they put so much money into mental health, mm. but even that's kind of appalling. When you go to get a mm. mental health plan at the doctor and you, they send you to a psychologist, you still need to pay a shit ton for a psychologist. Mm. And then they start putting you on medication and that costs heaps of money. So even the mental health, like I would like to wish that there was a mental health program that is set up that isn't so expensive for people because mm, it, mm. it's a real struggle. Say you've got mental health issues and you're just get, you're getting the benefit because you can't get a job, and then you've got this. You, they pay like the benefit is not. So did you ever have the benefit sort of system? The benefit for like money, the benefit from the government, like a job seeker sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. So it's, I did. It's not enough. To, yeah, it's not enough to. It's enough to just even it's not sometimes enough to support you just for your normal bills mm. and then they try and add on for the mental health thing they add on the psychologist appointment the psychiatrist appointment all the medication no that that's ridiculous they should be having 
that should be a lot more accessible because and un- they should be more understanding that these people don't have jobs so they can't they're only just affording to live and yeah. then you expect yeah. them to go and um, pay for this and if they mm. can't then mm. they can't fix their mental health mm. and they can't get a job in general mm. so they're never going to be able to get out of that loop mm. and it seems like this kind of would fall into it, the it's, same it, it, it's a lich it is like a loop pattern this feels yeah. that mental health thing sounds very would almost feel very similar to this situation yes yes where there's it's yes. There's Definitely. great <laughs> psychologists, there's great um, psychiatrists out there, but they cost a lot of money. Mm. And I'm sure there might be a program to help, but it would cost a lot of money. And to find them, mm. it'll be a private sector. Mm. And it doesn't even seem like they have, from, from, from what I'm learning from you, that they have the government funded. Because there's a, the government does fund psychologists, psychiatrists to make them a bit cheaper, yeah. like Medicare. Yeah. But it's still, it still costs a bit. Mm. But it doesn't even seem like they've got that. Like they've mm. got this NDIS program, and it, which isn't even really much of a program, and it hasn't helped you. And it hasn't, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, what the fuck is the government actually yeah. doing? Eh? <laughs> um, but what else have I got here? Like it's it's a whole... Well, you were going to... How is it... How, so you, you, how, did it like, how did it affect you... So you said you kind of realized about in year 10. Mm. Do you recall primary school and leading up to that? And how, how if it might have played, played a uh, role yeah, in that? Yeah, so um, I, like, so with primary school, there was a lot of, um, I, I had to be pulled out of class a lot into a special ed room okay. uh, to help with, um, like, the um, workload I was doing. Yeah. So a lot of it would be really dumbed down, simple things um, to try and help with my memory and try to help with like numbers and um, all like simple literature, mm. literature and uh, and maths. Um, as I've got older, I feel like my literature literature has gotten a little bit better. Oh wait, literacy? Literacy or literacy? I think literature is, that, is like literature. I think literature, I'm not super smart either. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> literature, or well, I can't say that word probably, that is like the information that is out there to go find. You read the literature oh, okay. and then you've got literacy skills. Which I think that's what it is, literacy skills. Yeah, like yeah. Talking sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut off there. But that's okay. Because you weren't yeah. unsure and then I wasn't unsure. So yeah. I thought maybe <laughs> I would test the waters and figure it out. Yeah. And we figured it so out. So I had to do a lot of uh, literacy tests. Yeah. A lot of, um, like like I said before, simple maths. Sorry if I keep like no, doing okay. loops in my brain. That's okay. <laughs> um, so a lot of it would be like learning my timetables, mm. um, adding, subtracting, which I still struggle with today. Well, so that's I why we've got these things maths. on our phone called calculators. Yeah, but these calculators are really handy. Like, yeah, yeah they're fucking great. And your spell but check is a when fucking it comes boss. To, like, but that would, would apply to like um, jobs as... No, true. They don't need use your calculator on your phone. Yeah. They so, expect you to um, do it on your brain. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so... If you can imagine someone that is really, really horrible with the numbers mm, and maths, yeah. that plays a big part in um, someone holding a, a retail job with an intellectual impairment. Like yeah, a, okay. Um, yeah. Um, what else did I... Uh, so yeah, I struggled with that. Um, I struggled with keeping up with the pace of like a lot of classroom activities. Um, Was it all... Is there anything that that worked for you? Like there was a class that you enjoyed, and you could kind of you like you found a groove in. Um, I feel like with every single class that I did, mm. I was really struggling a lot. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was a 
there was a hell of a lot that really worked for me to be honest have you um, since then i remember when we first met you were learning your the, mu- the music you were learning yeah, to play yeah, the guitar yeah. have you since then found ways to learn your, your way um yeah yeah I, well i think as i've gotten older um hobbies have helped distract me from feeling too doubtful about my own sort of um like disability that i have mm. um and uh with like practicing the guitar um it, it is a lot harder for me to understand the musical alphabet yeah and ha- trying to figure out where the letters go on the uh, fretboard yeah um but i feel like for me i i usually i'm i'm a very visual learner okay and i think that's possibly uh a lot of the case with people with intellectual impairments is they're probably a bit more um, visual when it comes to learning things. Like that's what I mean about um, being shown like a hundred times. Like mm. they need like visual cues. They need someone to be there to just like mm. be patient. Yeah. Um, to kind of not get too temperamental. Mm. Um, see, when I use these big words as well, it's because I learned them over the internet and I kept like, um, like going back to them and trying to force myself to learn this stuff yeah. so I could like um, make... no, I've always known you as an intellectual person we've mm-hmm. had we have very much very good um, philosophical conversations we go back and forth that's why I never really noticed yeah. anything and, and I think that's probably like a really good way of camouflaging what it is that I actually mm. had was when I started learning bigger words and kept mm. repeating that process in my head yeah. um, it helped cover up what I actually had, which was cognitive issues mm. and like brain issues. And, um, but, uh, it, I think that goes to show that like, it's not that people like with these disabilities can't learn things, but, uh, as I said before, just takes a lot and a lot mm. of time and patience. Um, Oh, I forgot what we were even talking about because I'm getting so carried I, I, away we, in my we, were, we were talking about what was happening in school. Yeah, and then school. I, I was curious to whether or not after school that you've been because I know you've been learning the um, guitar mm. and I know that you're studying. So I was trying to go towards how you've figured out your way of handling, handling. this yeah, the situation. Yeah, but if you still had more to go through your schools, how you what you experienced in school because um, I know we covered I, high I school. I experienced a lot of. Uh, uh, like bullying at school too because oh, of my <laughs> intellectual um, kids are the worst man a bunch yeah. of fucking assholes especially the ones that don't understand they just don't and I couldn't defend myself really well I never got taught like jiu-jitsu or boxing so I I, I really would have liked to learn something like that to properly some self-defense and, some self-defense yeah 100% um, and I had notes here like I um, I mean I oh, there was this one dipshit named Anthony he used to always like trip me over and push me and shit full class and um oh sorry <laughs> i just saw you leaning and i was gonna move the mic yeah i don't want to knock it off oh um, you won't knock it should be right but yeah like um Wait, you just better call someone out sorry who are you calling out oh anthony oh anthony <laughs> i hope he's watching this you're a dickhead i <laughs> fucking hate you oh, but no, like you need, to, you need to let that go man you need to, yeah i know but I, I think yeah like it's it's whatever it's, also it's fuck happened. you anthony <laughs> jokes not jokes i don't know how i feel about it but like, it was so funny too because like um th- there was a part of me that really hated him mm. but he um he, he also like 
had somewhat of an interest in my DJing at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, and he so was he like, was, oh, so you DJ? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, can I see what you do? So he was mean to you, and then he saw something cool, and he's like, oh, I'll be your friend now for this. <laughs> was he mean to you after? What, um, no, not since then. Oh, like, um, <laughs> uh, selective it, people. Yeah, it's like, he. it feels like he would, he would specifically target me when people were around, yeah. but when there wasn't. How old were you guys, though? Uh, we're pretty young. So, so I was like 13. He was 13, but yeah, I, yeah. I grew up with him Pharrell. Oh, I can't remember. I think he might've left Proserpine state high at some point, mm. if I recollect correctly. Um, but I think it got to a point where I reached 15 and he literally just stopped giving a fuck about cool. <laughs> annoying the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah. Eventually you do grow up. Yeah. I've, I've had a bit of a, um, I've been thinking about because I got bullied a lot in high school mm. as well, mm. in primary school, like all through high, all through school. And, but in high school, there was this one guy. I don't even need to name him. It's fine. Mm. He was um, in this cool group, but he was always bullying me and bullying other people. He was trying to do it to get the laughs, and he was trying to be a cool, like big fella, playing mm. rugby. Mm. But I'm curious. I saw him outside of high school, and he just kind of looked like a bit of a bogan dropkick. He was mm. driving a car. He went through Maccas. He looked like he was stoned, which I've got no judgment there. But I know the type of friends that he was still friends with that um, I did know more personally and they were dropkicks too. Mm. He was still hanging around with these kind of people. Mm. But I am curious to where he is now, but I'm also curious to yeah, what, kind of, curious. what kind of treatment was he getting at home? What kind of... I feel like that as well. Yeah, what kind of life did he live outside of school? Yeah, what I've, kind of anxieties did he face? And like, yeah. there's some, some people, if I find... If they're bullying kids, maybe they're getting bullied from somewhere yeah. else, yeah. like their family or or something like that. So, mm. and also when you're a kid, you do really dumb shit. You don't mm. think about other people's feelings. You don't think about the consequences. Mm. And if the school system isn't um, doing enough a good, good enough job making sure that bullying stops, mm. well then no one's there to pull them up. Like the, the I, and then some kids, I'm not sure if it was you that. Like for me, I didn't end up telling the teacher because then everyone thinks I'm a narc. Mm. And so I never told the teacher that I was getting bullied and I was getting bullied like every day. He was in my What's family. a narc exactly? Like? A narc is, it's like someone that tattletales, someone that, oh, tells, right. yeah. that tells okay. a teacher yeah. like a rat. Yeah. I and so you, yeah. I didn't want to be there. And so I never told the teacher which I, that I was getting bullied all the time. So no mm-hmm. one pulled him up on it. And then mm-hmm. the kids all laughed. And I was, I was worried that if I told the teacher and got him in trouble that I'll get first to be called a rat. And then he'd get a little bit of a detention and then he'd just find a way to do it behind mm. where no one's looking. And mm. then, I, I'd be, then it just would, it wouldn't have worked out. Mm. And that was an issue of mine, but also an issue of the schooling because it happened every day. And the teachers aren't, how do they miss that kind of stuff? Mm. And it's where I think more conversations need to be had with kids to explain that it's okay to tell the teacher when someone's being mean because firstly that kid needs to have someone talk to him and someone needs to figure out why that kid is being mean and bullying what's happening at home what's happening Mm. in their life what kind of anxieties Mm. do they have what kind of depression Mm. like do they have depression or like what kind of mental illnesses mental issues sorry not illnesses because that's specific what what, what is happening in their life yeah because you want to if there's something bad happening when something bad happens to you, you don't feel good. And sometimes that can turn towards anger. And sometimes you take that anger out on other kids or other people. Mm-hmm. And they just need more open conversations. But I, in my schooling, there was no... The teachers were not having those conversations. Like mental health was or like not, briefly was, talked about it. And then it's like, all right. Yeah, like everyone, there's a lot of things to do with mental health or to do with just 
just human anatomy, mental health, and things like that, which is low-key taught in health. But that health class is a joke. They mm. start saying words like penis and vagina, and, and everyone, everyone starts laughing. <laughs> and there's no one, there's no, there's no real conversations about mental health. It's not an open conversation. Yeah. They'll explain maybe, and they might go into the biology of it. But what kind of thirteen-year-old is going to, at least they're interested in biology, is actually going to listen? Yeah. They're just waiting for a picture of a fucking person that's naked so they can laugh and make jokes. <laughs> they're not, and there's not like the way that's from my perspective on what happened in my health class, and I feel like that's a very that's probably how it went in a lot of health classes. Mm. But there was never good conversations about mental health or about why other like talking about from an other other people's perspective. So. Uh, explain. I would like the, the future to explain to the kids that there might be someone that's mean to you, and it, you just don't know what's happening in their life. Yeah. Because I used to f- hold this massive anger towards like that person that bullied me, but as I grew up now and I've seen him outside of high school, I can look at it and be like, I think he might have had something else been happening at yeah. home. Yeah. And the friends that he was surrounded with were a bunch of fucking dickheads yeah. anyway. It just yeah. like that. Really, like they say that you are the the five people that you hang out with the most. Like you are yeah. you are your five best friends, your five closest friends. For sure, for sure. And if he's got hanging around with idiots, and his home life is a bunch of idiots, and it's kind of a guess to say maybe it is because he, he ended up being a bogan and bogan's parents and bogan kids just mm. kind of wrap into one thing. Mm. Especially where I'm from, in, in um, around Christchurch in New Zealand. Yeah, you see a bogan, you kind of expect the parents to be bogans too. It's yeah, because most civilized, and it's not just I say bogans aren't civilized, but there is this feeling towards ones that I've been introduced to and I've, ones that I've interacted with. Sorry, that the, I've met the parents, and those parents are a bunch of drop kicks as well. Mm. So there is a big so it, like, it, sort it, of like builds up. Yeah. Like, so there, there's so much more to the story, and yeah. as a kid, you can't, you don't know that. And yeah. why do we not know that? Because it's not being taught properly. Mm. And if, and it's another thing with if if someone's parents are mean and they're treating their kids bad, that means they're definitely not teaching their children about mental health, about how to interact with others, how to mm. play nice. Mm. Like it's I remember the the only thing I ever learned from school, and I don't know why it didn't carry on. Shut up. <laughs> in, year, in year one, this stuck forever. Treat people how you would like to be treated. Have you heard something like that yeah, before? Yeah. I remember that. So maybe there's basics that they teach really, really early. But I, I as I get a better memory of my past, there's none of that conversation in school. Mm. And um, I didn't get a lot of it at home, unfortunately. Um, just they just they don't have the fully full understanding mm. of it either. Mm. And no one was talking about it within my friends group because you just don't talk about these things until you get older, mm. which is kind of ridiculous because we should be having those conversations with a the lot, younger, like, a lot younger, yeah, because it really would be able to impact them positively for the future. Yeah. And so sorry to take the floor on that. It just kind of made me from when we we're talking about your bully. Yeah, it's hard to really say what was going on in his life, why he was an sure. ar- why he was an asshole. Yeah, maybe he's a good guy now. Maybe yeah. he really turned things around. Yeah. I hope the no, guy no. that bullied me turned his life. Yeah, around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I don't obviously wish the worst for him, but uh, no, no, I uh, I forgot to even think about that aspect when it came to it's yeah. It's I, I I've had to self reflect a lot over the years. Like I've held I've held on to a lot of anger towards people and towards family members mm. and i've realized more so now from reflecting that you've got to think about their life story they were babies mm. once and then eventually they grew up and who was influencing them how what happened within their suit like within their life to make them that way 
And it's not to say that there are really evil people out there, but I think some people that are a bunch of assholes had just got didn't get raised right. Yeah. They didn't have the right friends. Yeah. And it just kind of accidentally turned them into the bad kind mm. of person they are. And it's not that doesn't that means it can't become one hundred percent their fault. There's life yeah. choices, but if your life choices are asshole parents, dickhead friends, pretty much and the environment and, makes them. Yeah, up. it really yeah. it really does. So I, I try and I've, I've thought about it so much because there has been a lot of times in my life where I've been mistreated, and I've held on to that anger for a long time, and I've tried. I'm just trying to let go of it. Like mm. friends that have been assholes and things like that, I'm just like I, I forgive you. You're in a yeah. bad state of place yourself. You you made a mistake, and not to say that we're going to be friends anymore, but yeah. I, I've let go of those <laughs> yeah. those feelings yeah. towards people. That just they didn't get raised right they mm. didn't get taught things right mm. but so yeah that's why i just wanted to yarn about that because we don't know about this guy yeah and we were and, we were, and our, as we were joking about like fuck you bro i, I, <laughs> I was joking around I'm, yeah we don't really we have no idea about this guy yeah. anymore yeah you're an asshole back then but you also were a baby yeah true so we chill <laughs> we, we like yeah it'd be nice if we could have like a what's that word re reconciliation 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 that's where you make amends oh yeah 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 so that would be great i I mean i would really love to make amends with my bully Mm. just but but then maybe he's still an asshole so he probably wouldn't even say sorry or Mm. he wouldn't say that (laughs) explain the situation Mm. he might be like oh it's you from school fuck you bro or some Mm. stupid shit i I wouldn't know i would love to make amends with him though because i've i forgave him but I would like to say it to his face to leave, in, in case that he's holding on to it. Because some people might come to realizations later on that, oh, fuck, I was an asshole in high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, true. And you want to, like, if you can talk to them and say, it's, I understand, or, like, explain, or I forgive you, it might help them a lot. I would mm. love, and I would be curious to have that conversation with my bully. Mm. Actually, he's not going to see it. But if he does, <laughs> his name was Cody. And I don't want to um, pull out his last name or anything like that because I don't yeah, want to okay. name him or anything. But, and I'm not friends with him on Facebook, but I do have mutual friends. Yeah. I would love to make amends. Sorry mm. for completely going off track. No, it's there. all good. It's all good. So um, you're bullied. We we're going into your high school experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think it was as bad as I made it sound. Like I did get bullied, but I, I did like make friends. Even at the same little, time. even little bullying can affect your mental health. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. Matter, matter about if it's what's who's got, yeah. who got bullied worse or anything like that. Bullying is horrible. All yeah, through and through. For sure. I don't know what I'm gonna do with this cat. <laughs> into my flatmate's room bit of a neurotic cat <laughs> I'm just gonna um, find your notes that you're gonna do Sorry yeah, this, I've got them here oh, now I found them won't shut up she wants to find a spot in my flatmate's room <laughs> shut up girl what's out here dickhead dickhead oh, I've lost him again sorry for that interruption guys we'll get right back to the podcast right <laughs> off the ads just jokes we're back <laughs> um, you could just Oh, man, I like because this is how much I've wrote. I wrote a lot. No, so, it's, it's pages, guys. It's pages. Yeah, it's like whole pages of it. Um, and it's annoying because I'm going through them and like I'm getting like. How long have you known about this and been learning about the different aspects of it? Are you learning more and more every day? I feel like I'm learning a lot more in my adult years. Mm seeing how significant it's playing mm. um, for my um, employment mm. sort of life. Um, when you're, you know, in high school, like, you you don't, you, you just kind of don't really pay attention to those things. Like, you, no, really you're, you're, you're more focused on wanting to go home yeah. and, like, do your hobbies. Like, mm. for me, it was video games. Um, oh, yeah. So, there was that. Um 
but yeah, like I never fought too hard about life until I kind of hit my adult years. And then I feel like that's when I really started to self-reflect quite a bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm just so frustrated because I had my notes here and they were really good ones and now I've lost them. You don't know where you're at? Yeah. Um, Did you have it in a chronological order? No, I didn't. I probably should have put them in a chronological order so I could have like find which... Yeah, I have, oh, a, I, was I, have a, I have a similar issue where I have, I'm like I come up with certain theories. Mm. I don't know if you watched my um first podcast, but I briefly I, watched the first one. Yeah, I, I had this theory on the afterlife, and I have all these different theories. And then sometimes I try and talk about them with my friends or uh, whatever, and eventually I, they realize, or I realize, and they realize it's not. I'm not t- speaking in chronological order. Yeah, I'm pulling things in all over the place, and I, I'm realized more recently that I need to. Uh, for a theory, I need to put it down, at least video yeah. it, put it down on paper, and then figure out how to word it chronologically. So mm-hmm. if I ever come back to that theory or explain to someone that I can be more precise and more in a chronological order. Yeah. Because then yeah. it makes sense to them. Yeah. And I, I don't, as I'm doing it, my brain's going so quickly between Yeah, because my brain's doing the same thing. It's like going from one source of information and then to the next yeah. source of information. So I haven't got a... Yeah. I, I wasn't really... Uh, I didn't really organize this information really well, but I did find it. Okay. Um, so... Another thing with my disability that's really annoying is I have um, like really horrible organization skills with my memory. Yeah, so, well. <laughs> um, about yeah, like, like literally quite like legitimately. Just like your um, notes there. Okay. Yeah, like my notes. But this applies to like my, um, my items in a way. Mm. Um, so uh, the skill, uh, uh, I always, um, so when I was with my mom, she used to help me with all this organization stuff. But when I moved out, um, like I kept losing my house keys all the time, my wallet, my phone. So I would go out and then I, it would take me like five minutes and then I'd forget, oh, I forgot to get my like wallet to mm. go to the supermarket and get food. So I have to go back and get my wallet. Your, do you have your cards on your phone? Yeah. Now? Yeah. <laughs> I got everything now. Um, oh, oh. See, so my, my, my phone case has got, um, it's an open case, but you can't get oh, okay. back. So I keep my cards in my with my phone because mm. if I'm gonna remember something, my phone is the first thing that I remember, mm. and then I, so I've got all my cards with my phone. So that's how mm. I, I completely like I've got a wallet. It's been sitting on the bench for the last like three months because eventually I was I was keep forgetting my wallet and mm. then I wouldn't have my cards. So you should probably think maybe well you've, if you've got a, if you've got a down pack now, but if it, an issue keeps rising, mm. I would suggest getting some kind of phone case that keeps your cards. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I feel like that would be a better idea than having two objects to remember. Mm, um, yeah, one hundred percent. Especially like with my keys, like that's another issue Do you I have. have a key bowl or a I have bench? a key bowl, but sometimes Do like you forget to put it in there when you come home, sort of thing. No, uh, uh, yeah, sometimes I do actually. Yeah, yeah. That's um, my thing. I lose my keys as yeah. well, but they mostly sit on the bench. So as soon as I walk in the door, I drop those fucking things on the bench. Otherwise, mm. if I leave them in my room, they get lost. And I'm yeah. Fucking, I'm, if I, I'm flustered, and I eventually I can't It gets it. me so, like, flustered too. Yeah. And I just, like, can sometimes send me in a bit of an emotional spiral when I, I, bet, like, I keep losing things over and over and over. Mm. So I just feel like um, I, I really need to work on those, like, um, mental health things, trying to calm myself if I lose things, trying to, like, um, you know, just 
like pull myself out of those like mental frustrations yeah. I get, you know. Do you have a technique to do so or are you still learning techniques? I'm still learning. Like I'm still very much trying to learn these techniques. Um, and I would love to work with you for, for like hang out more often and I'd yeah, love to yeah, work with you on good. that because <laughs> I was only talking about it on my friend's podcast I went on about staying like staying present mm. and centering yourself because mm. I've had a lot of... Because um, I'm so out of like the present sometimes my head just and it just gets overwhelming overwhelmed if you can't if you haven't got a technique to bring yourself back it just spirals yeah um i've had a lot of issues growing up to do with anxiety like Mm. i'm a big thinker like i think so much Mm. and if i can i get lost in my thinking it's really fucked up my sleeping so i was on sleeping tablets as soon as i was allowed them i think i was 17 Mm. they were trying to hold off and i was just i was sleep i was barely sleeping because at night my brain would not shut up Mm. and then I was on sleeping tablets from like 17 until, what am I now, 24, to 24. I've, right, only, I've right. only taken myself off them in the last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to the psychologist last year to just work on my mental health. And I was trying to explain what was going on. And she picked up that um, I've had, my, I was just overthinking and I needed to center. Well, she didn't, I can't remember the exact explanation that she gave me, but she taught me some techniques um, that really resonated, resonated, uh, resonated, res, what's it? resonated, Re- resonated. I was thinking resi- <laughs> resignation. And I'm like, what? Res-? No, it really resonated with yeah. me, and I would really love to work with you on them. So, for example, um, she explained to me, as we both know, as she said to me, but as you know as well, we have all these senses, right? Mm-hmm. So we have our ears, we have our eyes, mm-hmm. we have our smell, touch, yeah. and um, like taste. Mm-hmm. And she said, when you're getting overwhelmed. What you need to do is focus, like choose your, you choose your poison, like focus on Mm. a sense and focus on it. Mm. So for me, like she explained to me, like just um, focus on your body for a minute or like just do a little, um, well, she didn't teach me tapping. She taught me to listen, to Mm -hmm. listen to the sounds outside, like Mm -hmm. the noises, Um, look around at something and then kind of focus on it. Mm-hmm. From that point onwards, I learned to um, t- for, to tap my fingers. So when I was getting quite overwhelmed, I would just focus on the tapping on my fingers. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, eventually my brain just stopped talking. Mm. And the thing with that is it only works in that instant. And then you easily can fall back into the, the fact that you're, like, overwhelming feeling. Yeah. So it's just, it needs to be practiced and it needs to be, like done a lot of a lot of times mm-hmm. and then over time like find the best way mm. to center yourself mm. it was not it was probably that was a year ago it was not long later like a few months later that i started learning about meditation i started learning about like breathing exercises and now i've kind of roped it all together i used to do breathing exercises before i went to sleep and that or like and that would help me go to sleep so like that's where i cut off my sleeping tablets I don't do this as much as I enjoy doing the, sleep, sleep, the breathing techniques. I don't do it as much anymore because I've found that sometimes I don't need to. I'll go to sleep and I'll start thinking and then I'll, be, I'll just instantly be like, shut the fuck up, Eric. Um, <laughs> that focus on your breathing. Yeah. So I was just yeah. like, I'll be like... And I, but I also play music. I play... Um, at the moment, I've been playing Native American flute music. Oh, nice. It's so Oh, nice. did you see that? that was Holy a jump. fuck. Anyway, yeah, yeah, keep going. <laughs> um, I used to listen to soft um, kind of acoustic music or like rainforesty, like music and then like a drip, drip for the rainforest. Mm. But lately, I've been listening to Native American flute music, mm. like really meditative mm. Um, mm. flute music. Mm. Just It just hits a nerve and I just focus on that and I fall asleep yeah. super quickly. I find that's like with nature sounds mm. and like birds and like 
the sound of forest and like the the wind hitting the trees mm-hmm. is a good way of calming me down and getting yeah, okay. into a good sleep pattern now and then. Yeah, I really, you know, I really would love to work with you on that because not yeah. to say I'm any kind of expert, yeah. but I, I because as we're having this conversation, I'm learning more about you. I really had no idea because we've. We've known each other for so long now, and I've never felt as if we weren't connecting. Like well, the way yeah. we talk, and maybe that's. I think to a degree, I, I feel like we were connecting, but I think like we never addressed like the main issue no. that was internally going on. Yeah, so that, my that's, brain. that's that's my um, misunderstanding. Yeah, thinking that you understood everything that we were talking about. Yeah, or, yeah, and because we weren't openly talking about that, we didn't that you didn't understand it, or we weren't fully yeah. connecting. And it could have been my fault on my behalf because I was too anxious to yeah. say if I didn't understand something because I did. I don't like to be seen as someone that's retarded, but. That was um, that used to be um, a name that people yeah, would be called with an intellectual assholes. impairment assholes. is retarded syndrome, which is uh, which has That's been changed so now to sound a bit less offensive. Wait, was that a real term? Yeah, it was. No, that sounds like slang term. No, it was a real term. Uh, is that where that stemmed from? Yeah, that it's, word? it previously was stemmed was from a... mental retardation. I thought that but was then a they horrible... changed it to intellectual impairment. To... Wow. That so is, that's like that is so rough that they yeah. did that bunch yeah. of fucking assholes yeah, I know. but um i got more I, so i i found more facts here that i think okay. will be bring this more into light okay so the average iq is 100 uh with the have majority done, of 100 have you done an iq test yeah how'd you do one was it fun i uh, want to do one you haven't done one? Oh, no. well, it's um not a real one i've done the fake ones online it's not that i want to say it was fun it was very um it's very boring and they put you in like a room where it mm. feels very disorientating well for me anyway because i was just sitting in like a like a white office sort of room yeah. and they just gave me a piece of paper and it's like just do the best you can on some of these uh yeah. tests yeah. some of it would be like maths uh um language yeah. um i have to uh i have to double check what the uh what questions they have in the iq test fuck iq test though I- i'm curious to do one just to know yeah, just, just to, to know. know but i'm IQ tests don't mean shit. Yeah. Because someone that gets a low IQ test will probably have an Excel somewhere else and mm. they just learn differently. And then putting this whole like IQ test has got something to do with intelligence is the most ridiculous thing in the fucking world. Mm. You know, there's some fucking high IQ people that have no no fucking understanding of social cues. Have you guys, have you seen the Big Bang Theory? Sheldon yeah. is yeah. the most awkward weird motherfucker <laughs> out there but he's super intelligent yeah but then you find someone that's really compassionate and they understand people they have really good empathy emotional intelligence emotional intelligence yeah. they're not testing all these different fields and they're putting down that the iq means intelligence mm, and it, mm. i'm sure that makes them smart and they're inte- they're intelligent in that like in a what's the word when you calc- a calculative a calculative I don't think that's a word they calculate things they're mm. science smart mm. they're, um, they're math smart all these different things but they're not people smart mm. and so they don't have that intelligence and it's yeah so that sorry mm. I, I'm with you man I don't yeah. fuck, fuck ice cute yes. I just want to do one and know just for the sake of uh, the topic anyway mm. it says the average IQ is 100 with the majority of people scrolling between 85 to 115 a person that is considered intellectually disabled, if they have an IQ, is less than 70 to 75. Um, what else have I got here? So, uh, the... Da, 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 da. I'll probably do one and then score down there mm. too. Whoops. So, uh, some other research I found is BBC poll um, conducted a UK um, 
I can't even read that word. What's that? What's that say up there? Um, Which one? Oh, the one next to it. Oh, yeah. Concluded. Concluded that the uh, retard, re- retarded was the most offensive disability-related word. Um, That's a horrible word. Yeah, I agree. Assholes. Um, uh, so yeah, a majority of individuals affected by these disabilities show only mild symptoms, um, and with the right support, can uh, greatly improve, learn, and develop. Hmm. Um, what else have we got here? So for people with intellectual disabilities, it can be really tough to find a job. Uh, as you've said. As I've said. Uh, so statistics say people who have intellectual disability are four times more likely to be unemployed than people who don't have an intellectual disability. Um, yeah. I just That stat has to be changed through mm. systems put in place. Mm. That's where it's the government's job to be helping those people. It's, it's so unfortunate for so many different ways that the government isn't trying to get the people that aren't um, able to get jobs and they can't, they're not doing enough for those mm. people. Like mm. I thought it's the government's job to make it so everyone can live the best life they can mm. and to be a part of society. Mm. And but it doesn't seem that like that's happening towards the people with disabilities, the people yeah. with mental health issues. Yeah. And like, I just don't know enough about the government, but yeah, I'm <laughs> failing in that section. Yeah, you know, definitely. A lot of people that I'm not sure what the unemployment rate is in Australia, but yeah. it's too high, and there needs to be more support for those people. Mm. Oh, mm. Fucking government. Um, some tips I found actually about people with intellectual disabilities that you can sort of help with training them. Mm. Um, some of the things said to use clear, simplified language, uh, so speaking slower, not louder. Um, to set expectations so when you're employing someone that has an intellectual disability um, expect that they're going to be a lot slower when it comes to the pacing mm. of things yeah. um, as I've as we've most like uh, mostly mentioned yeah. um, you treat them like you would with any other person yeah. uh, that's another thing uh, another tip that comes up is like you know, don't don't treat them. Don't don't, don't treat us like we're kids. No, like, and don't yeah. talk down to them. Yeah, and don't dumb. There's probably a way to articulate your words better for certain situations. Yeah, but trying to make it dumbed down when you can, like, you can, you should be able to tell if you are intuitive enough that mm. that person can understand what you're saying, and then. You'd want to find it, find that, uh, find someone you're comfortable with that they are comfortable explaining to you that they don't fully understand what mm. you're saying. Mm. But don't, um, yeah, just be. You gotta be careful with when, the way you're talking to people yeah. like that because you can, yeah. you can, you can be offensive without. If you're trying to dumb things without down, intentionally being offensive no, too, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. I'm sure that is definitely an issue, and that is that would stem with. They just don't have enough awareness. They haven't been explained. Yeah. They haven't had the explanations given to them. They don't yeah. have enough information. Yeah. So, but that, yeah, it's quite helpful yeah. to have the, it's really helpful to have these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I just thought it, it would be good to bring that sort of into light and, uh, like give people a good sort of understanding about, uh, what it is that, um, people like us are struggling yeah. with. Like, um, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm beating around the bush and repeating myself. Um, I'm curious. But, Sorry, um, there was one more thing um, that I found on my tip list, and um, it was to expect a lot of questions. Mm. Um, so you know, so, well, yeah, I've always actually that is something I have noticed in our uh, since I've known you. 
we have great conversations because you ask questions. Yeah, for sure. I love, I always enjoy the conversations we have because you question, if I question things and then we go back and forth trying to figure things out. Like that's the kind of friendship I love because I question fucking everything. Yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm so good at that too. I seem to like my, my brain, like when there's something that's like annoying the shit out of me so much that I can't understand, I will spend hours and hours trying to learn something until it's it gets so, gets so detrimental uh, to the point where it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's too much for me to yeah, internalize much. it. And I feel very similar. Um, for example, I love learning. I'm trying to figure out the meaning of life. Mm. It's something I'm... Philosophy, it's the same here. Yeah, yeah. That, that, but I've been trying to figure out the meaning of life for a long time. And it's yeah. not like a, everyone is kind of trying to find out the meaning of life. Mm. But I've been questioning it. I've been talking to people about it specifically forever. Mm. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And I can deep dive in it. But eventually my brain just goes, this is too much. You, don't even, you, have, <laughs> you really don't know the meaning of life. Yeah. And then I've got, I've got to like get the fuck out of there. <laughs> but no, I, so I, can, I do completely understand mm. that. Mm. Um, I definitely like getting my headspace towards a more nihilistic sense these days just What's feeling nihil- like nihilistic nihilistic or nihilism so that was a a word that i also had to repeatedly look up just so i could understand it i don't even know what it means man nihil- <laughs> you know what there's a great nile in egypt is that what is that the, there's a river in egypt i think oh, it's called, right. i is think it? it's called the nile oh okay don't, don't fully quote me that's it's a river somewhere there's the nile river it's a that's where I got that from. So oh, what, okay. is, what is nihilism? Nihilism, um, and it can it tends to be uh, mixed with pessimism too. Um, yeah, but I, I understand pessimism. Pessimism. So nihilism is more the belief that life doesn't have meaning, but it's not correlated to a negative experience. Oop. Don't even. Uh, <laughs> just you know what? You so you can be nihilistic, but you can be happy about the fact that life doesn't have meaning at all well there are people um, there. they call themselves atheists atheists well there you go well that's that's more in a sense of religion but with nihilism i think it's more to do with like um our experiences our emotions our feelings don't amount to anything but that doesn't and you've mean been, and you've been feeling that way uh yeah in, in ways like i feel like nihilism to me is like everything i do doesn't have a purpose in life like that but um, maybe that's not such a bad thing at the end of it all. Maybe the the point of nihilism is to accept that if things don't have meaning, we can still find happiness in um, the relationships we have with friends. But isn't that um, isn't that meaningful to you? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Question. That's a. That's a. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you and and you say that there you, you feel like there isn't a purpose to the things you do, but aren't you searching for a purpose for, or for, like searching for yeah, a future, like, a future purpose? Like you like thinking about what you want to do. Yeah, go forward? I think that's how I w- was like feeling for the past couple of years, mm. trying to find a purpose. But like I'm starting to feel more and more like looking for a purpose is feeling really pointless now <laughs> you've taken up guitar you've been doing that for a while you've yeah been, how you go how are you going with your guitar 
Oh, I haven't picked it up in a while. Like, I should really try and get back into that. Dude, you're but... like, for people that can't see the video, he looks like the stereotypical guitarist. <laughs> got the, it's a style. Like, you've got this hipster uh, thing about you. You've got the tattoos. They're like, when your hair is like, your hair's long. You've got the beard growing out now. Yeah. If you had a guitar here, everyone would think you're a guitar. I've got to get back into it. Ah, you've got to so get back to it, and you should bring it on next, like, next time we do our podcast. Yeah. Because this, I've, I've always thought of you, like, when I meet you, that you had this kind of yeah, it's like a musician look hipster look I think hipster, people hipster, have been saying hipsterish look but now it's more it's more so not just hipster it's more the musician look musician look I've yeah. seen it I feel it and when you mm. said you were playing the guitar I was like yes son you <laughs> should be playing the fucking guitar yeah um, I think that's one of the um, the the things that keeps me in a headspace where I feel like I'm not so distracted by all the negative emotions around me but just focusing on like the sounds and the, yeah. the uh, euphoria of of that feeling of playing music and the mm. energy it gives me yeah. at times it does get a bit frustrating though and then I do feel defeated when I'm not playing something right but when um, I can learn to let go of that and just pick it up and and just practice what I can and then try not to get too defeated and get myself in a healthy mental mm. state when playing um it becomes uh enjoyable for me yeah and are you studying still um so i'm studying now but that's that's another thing that um has been hard with me having a disability is i mm. need so much support with mm. understanding every little detail of um questions and um what are you studying now so i'm studying uh disability support well oh. i fought anyway but this whole oh fuck <laughs> this whole um this this whole like um study that i'm in the mm. system they put me in is so crap and there's not it's not just me that's complaining about, about it there's so many class members saying that the source material is like all over the place and you can't find the correct answers to the questions um and you know they're testing us on like um anatomy and stuff like that and Why? it's well it's uh I didn't explain properly. I should have went into detail with it, but it's uh, a cert-free and individual support, so it can okay. be disability and aged care. Okay. Um, and I thought I was just doing a disability uh, su support mm. um, with my study, but they got me doing a whole aged care um, study. So the the system, so the um, the the website I used to study is a lot different. Um, compared to someone that's studying disability support. Yeah, okay. I have a lot more material I have to study compared to people that are studying disability support. So I'm so frustrated. I'm like, this not... is such a fuck up. Like, yeah, what are you doing? It's a fucking... um, yeah, and cool. I'm getting, I'm so behind everyone else in class. I'm asking every single person around me for help on all the questions. Um, and I'm having to ask the teacher all the time for help where sometimes I get so mentally exhausted and I just get, like, like I said, defeated and I just lose focus and, mm. and just, and then just stare at my computer screen or just like, you know, just wig out. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been quite, uh, an exhausting, like, um, oh, how long has it been now? Five weeks, mm. um, with the study. And I have tried, as I've said before, getting support. And they said, oh, we'll look into your NDIS plan and see what we can do. But I'm already five weeks into it. I've got eight weeks of this um, of the study and I need to 
try and get it all done mm-hmm. within eight uh, eight weeks. And if it's it's a it's it's a little late now. Like it's yeah. um, I've only got three weeks left. So it's like if I get support now, like um, it, it should have happened a lot sooner. Yeah. Like it, yeah. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> institutions, governments, people just oh, they don't have the understanding. They mm. don't care. They're just like oh no. no. They it it feels like they don't, and I think that's what's pushing my belief in nihilism a bit more. Yeah, of like no. nothing really has meaning because no one gives a shit about us. So <laughs> I don't know, but I think maybe um, I'm being a bit too negative, and I, I, maybe I, I'm turning out to be more of a pessimist in a nihilism. I don't know. I don't know um, if it's um, always so much that people don't care. But I'm finding more the ones that care, they also care about money and they also care about just growing a business to help mm. those people to profit off. Mm. So they, I think maybe they started off caring and mm. then they got a really awesome system in place. I'm assuming that there would be systems to help people to learn and they probably cost money and mm. the person who made it may have thought it was a great idea. Mm. Maybe they, and then they realized, oh, I can make money off this too. Mm. Winner. Mm. Some, I don't think there are enough people setting up systems that not for profit, like non-for-profit systems. Mm. I just, for a lot of things, mm. it's, it's, it's really unfortunate. It is, But yeah. I, I do understand because you need money to live and some yeah. people want to... If they have a great idea, they do want to make money because then that means they can lose, leave their job. Mm. So it, it, my opinion kind of sways like a scale. It's, mm. it's mm. tough. But it's fucking... That is bullshit though. Like it's, it's, it is it's, bullshit. It's and definitely uh, bullshit. I, I feel so embarrassed asking for help sometimes because I get stuck in questions that most people with a... I hate saying this too, but a normal functioning brain can understand like yeah. what is ostre- osteoporosis, and I like well, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't know what that is either. Oh, okay. Well, then the I fuck is osteoporosis. <laughs> oh, maybe Sounds I don't like... feel. I feel a bit less bad then. But uh, I mean, I um, it's like I I, I asked mum, and I think it's where your um, it's a disease. I think it's a disease in elderly people where it's your not, bones start I, I to. I feel like I've heard it before. Your bones someone... start to uh, your bones start to uh like um uh weaken weaken yeah, yeah. I, feel like like a better, come, I feel like there's a better word for it yeah i i, I think there is and i can't figure it out yeah i know and you, i understand what you're saying and i'm hopefully yeah. hopefully the audience will understand but then too. um you've got like other stuff there that i should probably um like that normal people might be able to retain better like um you know you got your your glands and your what the fuck are you sure you're not starting to be a doctor here bro <laughs> the fuck do you need all that for? Yeah, my a, friend that did um, work as a support worker, she had basic support worker training. But mm. from my understanding, she didn't have a fucking clue about anatomy. Mm. Maybe, and you learn when you do when you become a support worker when you learn to do so. You get you've got all these different types of clients, and you've learned from about their disabilities, so you can help them. Mm. But you don't need to know what the fuck's ha- what the actual disease is and the fucking proper causes. You've got to know mm. how to help them when they need help. That's, mm. That sounds so fucking complicated. I know they make it really complicated. I'm trying to train you to be a doctor, not a yeah. fucking support worker. <laughs> um, Jesus. But yeah, like there was I don't know. There was a point in time in my adult years I didn't know what a prostate. Um, gland was that's a thing on your butt right no I, I like a, I think it's um, a thing on your butt don't you get a prostate exam and that's up your butt no isn't it's like um, <laughs> it's yeah. like your testicles right that what? produce cum or am I thinking of something else no your balls, uh, your balls ejaculation cum sperm I don't know I don't know man prostate is up your butt is it uh, fuck yeah because you get a prostate right. exam when you turn 40 or whatever as well, a this guy. is well this is evidence of like 
my um, disability impairment. You haven't right? heard about prostate exams? Um, every every old man. Well, I, I I I feel like I've heard of. It the means a doctor needs to stick their finger up your ass to make sure your prostate doesn't have any kind of oh, okay. swelling or anything right. like that. If it does, they need to. No, sorry, a scrotum. That's what oh, I was thinking. Of. Scrotum. Yeah, yeah, fucking like ball scrotum, balls. Yeah, ball sack. Um, like I didn't know what. A scrotum was. My scrotum. Oh, that's a weird word, scrotum. Yeah, it's like, fucking, um, it's dick and balls. Yeah, dick and balls. Like, I didn't know what the, um, I, I, I'm confusing the terminologies with something else. Um, in my adult years, I, I didn't know what my scrotum was and what it does. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, I, I bet a lot of people don't. I bet a lot of people oh, don't. Really? Yeah. Balls. You got a fucking ball sack, got two balls. Or well, I just felt, balls. that's what I mean. Like, uh, I felt retarded scrotum. for not knowing that. And, scrotum. um, no one says scrotum anymore. <laughs> Play with my scrotum. Imagine trying to say that in bed. <laughs> Fuck. That's uh, kind of like saying penis in bed. Will you like? Will you suck my penis? It's just. It's such a fucking like. It just isn't hot. It's so dumb. Yeah. You don't say that, and you don't yeah. say scrotum. You don't say fucking penis and scrotum. Mm. You say fucking dick and balls. Dick and balls. <laughs> suck my dick. Lick my balls. That's lick the, my that's, nuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least Nazi yeah. them. So yeah. No one says scrotum anymore. Yeah. Or that feels like it's an old-fashioned word. Yeah, and they expect you. Need, why do they need to fucking ask you about your scrotum for? Well, I, I, well, I was reading up about anatomy, and there were some oh, things about the yeah, body of anatomy. I'm sure I that's not what they, they can't understand. put balls in a fucking yeah. book. Like I've been learning quite a bit about anatomy the past, um, uh, like, two years now. Hmm. Um, just trying to understand how my body works. So, um, you know, like what my arteries and veins do. Which I didn't know at high school, which yeah. I, which is funny because I, I even think now like I'm I'm learning more about my own physical body and mm. um, the things around me mm. than I was at high school. Maybe it contributed for me not paying an, an, like a lot of attention. I th- I think so, and I don't think just from my personal experience, you obtain information the same way in high school and primary school as when your brain is more developed when you're older mm. as an adult for myself i went to high school of course i finished high school mm. i don't i did like a cert three in fitness and i still don't know what the fuck i'm doing in a gym mm. like it's mm. ridiculous i did i learned everything i actually excelled in that class i mm. got high marks and i passed my I got my cert three and whatever but then so many years later i've lost all that information mm. but now i'm le- like in the last 12 months i've been learning from podcasts not mm. so much about the gym but i've been learning about all these other things yeah. and i can obtain information so much better mm. and i think Firstly, the system of school wasn't doing it right for me. I wasn't mm-hmm. learning the way that I should be because mm-hmm. I'm very much an audio and visual learner. Like you said, you're a visual learner. Mm-hmm. Mine is much more audio just because podcasts, for some reason, I can obtain information really great that way. Yeah. And so firstly, yeah, the system wasn't structured right. And I also think that as you get older, when you're... Cause you, for males, they say that your brain isn't fully developed until you're about 25 years old. Yeah. So if your brain isn't fully developed, then you're not going to be learning as well as you could be. Mm. And so once your brain is more fully developed, that means your cognitive abilities will be more developed. Your um, recall mm. will be more developed mm. as you get older. So mm. as you're finding it easier to learn as you're, as you're older now compared to when you were in high school. Yeah, a little um, bit easier. I wouldn't say drastically. But, but just like those tiny bits, and you're also learning your own. Like you're learning your way, and at least, yeah. for, at least when I you're think looking I find things. it helpful to actually learn my own way. Yeah. Due to the fact that when I've been 
trying to learn with people around me, there's all this pressure of you, you got to learn faster, you got to learn quicker, learn you got to pick that. up quicker, and you like, got to get in there, yeah. you got to like fucking hurry up. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, and, a, that's a real issue that's, that I've, I've found from looking back on schooling. Mm-hmm. They have one structure, one way of teaching you. They don't, like you try and say, um, I want to learn it, can I learn it this way? They say, no, no, you need to stick to this way that I'm yeah, teaching this you. Format. This yeah. needs to be written down this way. And But if you, I think if you just let kids um, or at least work with kids figuring out a, a, the system that they want to try and use. Mm. If they can come to the same answer, the same type of work, like they mm. can, like they can, they can, maybe they structure a little bit differently. Maybe they they, they go around here instead of through there. Mm. It would mm. be so much more beneficial because then they're actually like open obtaining to different, and they'll be, they'll be obtaining the information. Yeah. They'll, be, they'll be learning it properly, at least better than the way that they. And they, a lot of kids even try. Like I remember when I was in school, mm. um, learning math, and I would say. I understand that equation, but I do it this way. And mm. then she's, the teacher would say, no, 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 you need to write it down the way that I'm teaching you. And eventually mm. I, I got to, I just, I could do it with, and I was trying to figure it out, but it wasn't as quick. Mm. My way was so much faster and it was the mm. same fucking answer. Mm. They just mm. want me to write this equation because it's this way when it's, mm. it's, it's ridiculous. Mm. Mm. And that's, the, that's a big issue that I'm seeing with fucking schooling. Mm. But I am, I'm hopeful that we're in the fucking 2021 that there will be new teachers coming Techniques in. Techniques and ways, and yeah. I'm hoping that our generation that are becoming teachers will realize what I'm realizing at least and think about teaching in a different way. But I'm worried as well that they have to stick to the fucking school structure for them. Like, that, that, like as the kids are saying, no, no, you need to learn this way, you need to structure 